Welcome to Monday Matters with Holly Cochran. Holly is a wife, mom, coach, and entrepreneur. She wears these and many more hats while running three successful businesses, a gym, online counseling and nutrition program, and commercial cleaning company. She brings a unique perspective to everyday life with her spicy, no-nonsense attitude. Holly helps her clients keep it simple with small tweaks that over time add up to big life changes. With that, let's get on with today's episode. Here's my friend, Holly Cochran, an incredible human you need to be listening to every Monday. Hey, family, friends, and strangers, this is the fourth of four episodes about our menstrual cycle and how to best honor it and help it help us work with it. So we are not constantly in a battle to balance hormones that are supposed to be fluctuating. So here we are in the final week. We've been through winter, spring, my favorite season, summer, and we are now transitioning into fall. Fall is the luteal phase. It's what happens after we ovulate. So we were prepared to have a baby. We had a couple of great days there where we were at our finest. And if we don't get pregnant during ovulation, the body starts to prepare for that shit to start the cycle over again. And this is called the luteal phase, or as we're going to refer to it as fall. So in the summer, we are at our prime. It is the peak of our hormones and they are starting to decline. Now, they're not at the lowest. The day after ovulation, our hormones have not completely, you know, dropped to the bottom but they are starting to decline. This is the time when it's still pretty uh, good season for strength training. When we ovulate, that's when our uh, testosterone is at its peak. And so for the next few days, up to five days, these are this is a great time for you to be putting a little bit of extra on the bar or a little bit heavier dumbbell for the snatch, or just a little bit more intense, one or two extra reps during your strength training part of the workout. This beginning few days of fall are still great times for you to be doing that kind of training. Your testosterone is going to start to drop more. And as it does, then it gets that resistance training isn't as awesome when the testosterone really drops. But for the next few days after summer, there's, it's still a good time for you to be doing that resistance training. So go for it. Make those some extra weight training sessions. Don't skip the Thursday when we do a heavy day, fit that into your world. It might be, um, you know, your PR is just around the corner during the next luteal phase. Um, your energy will start to decline. So honor that. Know that all the things that you've been running around doing the last couple of weeks might not serve you as well as you start to slow down. During this fall, we don't have to be doing exactly what we do during the winter, but we have to be aware of how we're feeling. Each day we might feel just a little bit different as those hormones, they may stay the same for the next couple of days. And so we feel the same. And then all of a sudden they take a dip and we feel like, not so awesome. 
just know that that's your hormones starting to take those downward dips and we're not producing them as much as we have been. And so we feel a little bit different. A lot of times this is the week, or I guess all of the time, this is the week when we call um, it premenstrual syndrome, PMS. Okay. It's how we feel and the symptoms that we are having the week before our menstrual cycle. So this might be a week where you're not feeling great. You're bloating a little bit more. Your breasts are tender. You feel a little bit um, crampy and achy and sore. I always get really tired feeling legs, like more than usual, for sure. And I know it's hormonal. And before when I wasn't getting a period, I would still know that that's what those legs were about, is I would just get this really tired, aching feeling which was hormonal. If you do suffer from PMS, and if you do have a hard time during your menstruation with extra cramping and just feeling terrible and not having great sleeps and feeling really overwhelmed and exhausted, setting yourself up to potentially have less of that can happen through lifestyle and diet choices. Uh, in the weeks coming up to menstruation. So if you suffer from PMS the week before or heavy cramping uh, or lots of cramping, heavy periods, those kinds of things during your menstruation, what you can be avoiding in the week leading up to winter, leading up to menstruation, this time during the fall is avoid alcohol, I think I might've said that in other weeks as well. I know I said it in spring because it changes how your hormones um, increase. But as your hormones are decreasing, alcohol will also change how your hormones decrease and might make it more challenging um, during the winter phase. So things that can set you up to have an easier week of menstruation is to avoid alcohol, any kind of carbonated and artificial sweeteners. So we might be thinking we're doing a good thing, drinking our, you know, artificial sweetener drinks and, you know, reducing our actual sugar load and things like that. But those still cause inflammation. And that inflammation exasperates our menstrual symptoms. So avoiding them in the fall, in this season, when we are trying to create the most um, calm, rise and fall of our hormones might serve you better. So alcohol, carbonated drinks, red meat, dairy, and any added salt. So often we do feel bloated. We do feel like we have swollen, you know, ankles and breasts and things like that. The salt, the salt can make it even worse. So you want to just be mindful of that. Like is, I know we feel like an entire bag of chips would serve us right now in this week before our period. And we have those major salt cravings, but it might not actually. So this is the time for portion control. Get that bowl out, put a few chips in it, and then hide the chips in your daughter's closet because this isn't the time to really overindulge in the processed foods and the salts, because it's just going to make the next week even harder. So if you're thinking about how to set this up 
so that I can honor the fact that I am a woman and my hormones are fluctuating and they are going up and down and make them serve you versus not. These are the things that you can do and put into place in order to, you know, optimize the potential for a seamless transition between winter or fall and winter. The other thing that I wanted to talk about when we talk about this fall and, and fall is longer than the other weeks. So if you listen to last week's podcast, when I was talking about my very favorite season, summer, and how I was disappointed that as a woman, I only get two days of summer, fall can be a longer, it's more like 10 days. So day 18 to 28. Not a bad thing necessarily. I I like to lift weights. So the fact that I have a little bit of extra time in the fall when that is the right season to be doing that, that's a good thing. Um, but the only thing that about fall is it's often when our negative filter turns up, our thoughts become, you know, more difficult to stay on the positive side of things because our energy is lower, because we are feeling a little more tired and our happy social hormone of estrogen, that is our extrovert that makes us feel good, that's starting to dip and so will our mood. So we'll feel more frustrated. We'll feel more angry and anxious and annoyed. We might have mood swings. So one day we're managing our estrogen fine and we're feeling okay. And then it dips and we're not okay. And then it levels out and we're okay. And then it dips again and we're not okay. This is normal. This is how our hormones are reducing and how our mood is matching that because it's all connected. Um, One of the things that I thought was interesting is I read that during this time, women often get the mindset that they need to just suck it up. And I definitely used to think that I needed to power through this week, like PMS, you'll feel better if you go for a run. PMS and, you know, go to a workout, do some burpees. It's the best thing for you. There is some truth to moving your body, getting those happy endorphins flowing and feeling better. But there's a difference between moving your body in a way that honors the fact that movement um, is helpful and sucking it up and pushing through when you really shouldn't. And I am starting to embrace that difference and understanding that it's okay for me to be moving. I'm not supposed to completely come to a grinding halt. That's not good for my mental health, but beating myself up because I am not doing as awesome as I did the last time we did this workout on sugar wad. I'm over that. I am not beating myself up. I don't know what part of my cycle I did this last time, but it changes how I'm going to sort of honor the fact that this is how I'm doing it this time. I'm really over (laughs) beating myself up for not sucking it up and pushing through and grinding. So I was talking about in the spring and in the summer where I don't, you know, apologize anymore for being high energy. And I don't say, um, you know, I should slow down when other people tell me you should slow down. And I don't necessarily, I don't feel guilty that I get a lot done in a day 
when other people are telling me that I shouldn't be taking on that much. And I also understand that if I don't want to do something and I am not going to be answering all of these messages because they're pulling from me and I'm just going to honor who I am and where I'm at. I don't make excuses for that very much anymore either. I'm okay with the fluctuations and I'm setting them up a little bit better and understanding that there are some times when I want to put an extra program on. There are times when I can be here till 8, 30, 9 o'clock at night running coaches clinics. And then there are times when I don't want to be here. I'm going to skip that week. We're not doing these back to back to back because I don't want to be here till nine o'clock during some of these weeks. And the more I'm understanding my energy levels and how they fluctuate, the better job I'm doing. I think that's important. I think that's the whole purpose of understanding these weeks in our cycle and what we can be accomplishing and how if we honor the downtime, it makes the go time even better. So right now we're talking about fall. We're talking about slowing things down from the spring and from the summer. We're talking about preparing ourselves for the winter. What does that prep work look like, sound like, feel like? How are you training? How intense do you need to be? How many social engagements do you want to put into this downtime as you start to come down? And keep track right now of the things in your life that are triggering. What are you mad about? What frustrates you? What annoys you? Keep track of it. There's not much you can do about it. Try not to, you know, really even address it right now but recognize it and honor it. These things that are annoying, they're real. I'm not saying you're not supposed to be annoyed by them. I'm not saying you shouldn't be angry, but I'm saying there are might, there might be ways when you have the ability and the hormones to manage change, there might be an opportunity later in the next month for you to do something about the stuff that's annoying you, to have those difficult conversations with people, to front load some of the work that needs to be done when you can handle it, when your negativity filter is higher and you can take those, you know, comments or you can handle the answer no to something. Be mindful right now of the work that you are getting ready to do next time around in this cycle. This is not the season for you to make grand changes to life. This is not the season for you to be, you know, having those really hard, difficult conversations because you emotionally don't have as much, as much of the happy hormones that you will have in a couple of weeks. So not that we're supposed to suck it up, but maybe we're supposed to be a little bit more introspective. Maybe you're supposed to just think about things a little bit more during this season, during this fall season, and just start thinking about how you're going to hunker down for winter. How are you going to set yourself up to be the most prepared for what's coming in this next season as you start over with the winter months? Um, I talked in an earlier episode about when to book a massage. This is also when you want to start, um, 
this would be the the last of the weeks at the end of this luteal phase is also a time when the massages won't be as well received if they're a really deep tissue mas massage. So that's that deep tissue massage is best suited for spring and summer. And so feel free to book those in you. And if you come monthly for massage, continue to book them around that time when your body is most receptive to it. Um, and if there was, if there's a time when you want to, um, do more meditation, more reflection, more quiet time, more listen to music and drive around the lake by yourself. This is the week for that. You're kind of grouchy anyway. Some people, this is the most weak, the highest week of anxiety and depression. And, you know, um, they've, they've done many studies on suicidal ideation is at its peak during this luteal phase. So depending on how you feel better, whether or not you feel better being alone or you feel better being surrounded by loved ones, this is the time to put those things into place. So I said drive around the lake, but maybe that's the opposite of what you want when you're feeling upset and having negative thoughts. Maybe you're an extrovert and this is not the time for you to be alone with your thoughts. Your thoughts are not great right now. And you want to have a walk with a friend or a nice cup of tea. Maybe it's not something invigorating and highly social and you're not thinking we should go to the dancing at the bar, but maybe you do want connection during this season because that connection is a mood booster for you. Because I'm an introvert, when I need to recharge myself and I need to get into a happy place, I usually do that by myself. So that's why I suggested the driver on the lake because that's the kind of stuff I would do, but I do very much know and honor not everybody charges their batteries that way. Not everybody gets out of the funk that they're in when they're by themselves. For some people, that is the exact opposite. They get into a funk and if they're by themselves, they just go deeper into a funk. So they need to connect with the right people. If there's one person that always seems to make you feel better about yourself, like, you know, that little fan club you've got, that pump up squad, book time in with them during this week. If you only ever text them once a month or have a phone call on a Saturday and you have that virtual coffee with that person that pumps you up, book it in. This is the week. This is the time in this luteal phase where... If you need your, if you need your people and your squad to rally around, do it now. So luteal phase, fall, the last 10 days of your cycle from 18 to 28, your hormones are starting to drop. You've ovulated. Things are um, getting ready for your menstruation. Avoid the things that are going to make menstruation harder and make PMS worse. Avoid alcohol, red meat, dairy, carbonated drinks, artificial sweeteners, and any added salt. Keep those cravings at bay by not giving in to them wholeheartedly and going overboard. Manage moods as know ahead of time that they're coming and proactive meditation and engagement with people that make you feel good. This is the time to have those, you know, heartwarming conversations not the difficult ones. Reach out to people. We feel better 
when we are doing those kind things for others. So this might be just the, just a really nice time for you to reach out and get the warm fuzzies that you get when you're doing some service work for other people, not to the point where you're feeling taxed. It's the opposite of that. If doing service work for other people sounds like hard work and something that you need to have more estrogen for, then save it because that estrogen's coming back. And I think that's my favorite part of all of this is knowing that this is a cycle that I get to go around. And when I am not trying to constantly balance everything out, so every day in the 28 days feels the same, but more like every day in the 28 days is its own special and unique part of a cycle that I get to honor and travel through. I think that makes it a little bit easier for me. Um, I'm not going to suck it up as much. I'm going to definitely say, yeah, I don't, I don't want to do that right now. <laughs> I, I don't feel like it. And if I don't feel like it, maybe I'm going to have even more energy out the other side. I've spent a long time doing things that I don't really feel like doing and thinking I was a bit of a hero for being able to just like suck it up and push through and get a lot done. And, you know, I thinking I was a bit of a feminist that I didn't really need to fall into the, um, hormonal, you know, conversations is my, my period does not matter. It does not impact who I am. Yeah, no, that's not true. It definitely, definitely impacts who I am, what I can do, what I can accomplish and the goals that I am setting and achieving. So knowing that means I'm going to keep keeping track of where I am, how I'm doing, how I'm feeling. I have no trouble yapping about any of this with anybody who's listening on the internet. I think that's my purpose. If you are sick of hearing about women's menstrual cycles, it's okay. We are wrapping up four uh, weeks of talking about it and moving on next week. So um, this was fall. It is the last of the 28 days. This takes us right up to day one when we menstruate and just honor this downtime as you head into a new month. I hope you all have a fantastic week and thank you for listening. Thanks for listening to Monday Matters with Holly Cochran. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to Monday Matters, leave her a review, and share this episode on your social media. Should you have any questions about what you listen to or want more info, reach out and send her a message at K2 Health with Holly on Instagram and Facebook. She loves hearing from her listeners. See you next time.